The Z-Ball Podcast is a casual conversation that occasionally delves into mature subjects and may contain vulgar adult language. Listener discretion is advised. Welcome to the Z-Ball Podcast and week four of the NFL Scorching Six Picks. Recording this on a Friday, late afternoon, Pacific Coast, Pacific Standard Time. Uh, this week, I uh, have joining me from Dallas, Texas, Akshay. What up, Akshay? How's it going? Yo, Zishan, what's up, bro? I'm doing pretty well, man. My friend, it's Friday. I can't complain. We got the weekend coming up. We got the games coming up. Hey, I'm looking forward to it. Yes, sir. Likewise. And let's get into the week four slate. Uh, first game we got, uh, early morning game on Sunday. Got Atlanta hosting Tennessee and giving three and a half in this one. What do you think? Atlanta's hosting Tennessee and giving three and a half. I don't know, dude. I mean, um, I, I don't know why Atlanta will be giving. Uh, you know what? I'm going to go out. I'm going to say Atlanta takes it in this. I think they, they definitely... Um, cover the spread on this. Uh, Atlanta's too good at home. Uh, I mean, Matt Ryan's, uh, he's what, almost close to a thousand yards already. Uh, I know, uh, Leo Jones is, uh, he has four TDs, I believe, but, uh, I know the Titans are a young squad. I, I know they're getting slowly getting better each and every week, but, uh, I'm going with the Falcons. Okay. Yeah, I mean Atlanta here at home. Uh, obviously, both teams one and two here in this one. Obviously, Tennessee after their big blowout win, uh, a few bad losses for them uh, the next couple weeks, and then Atlanta just one win uh, at home against uh, Philly in week two, and then uh, close loss last week to uh, Indianapolis. And then uh, Matt Ryan obviously has looked good with Julio Jones and um, was it Calvin Ridley. So I think uh, they're going to continue that trend uh, and be a good passing team. Uh, it remain, remains seeing to if they're going to be able to get Devonta Freeman going. Uh, he's been a little sluggish, kind of struggling so far to start the season, but we'll see how that works out. But definitely at home, I like their pass attack against Tennessee and Tennessee, uh, it seems like, has some QB issues uh, or kind of have a QB dilemma that's going to be going on for the entire season, it seems like. We have Mariota now in his, uh, I believe, his fifth season coming up. Uh, So, And he hasn't really shown any true signs of kind of maturing as a consistent NFL-level starting quarterback. So we'll see what happens there with that. But in this game... I'm going to have to agree with you here, Akshay. I'm going to swallow the three and a half uh, and take Atlanta as well. And I think they're going to win this one. I'm going to go 30 to 24 in this one, Atlanta. All right. Sounds good. All right. Game number two, another early uh, afternoon game. We got the New York Football Giants hosting divisional rival Redskins and giving three points at home. What do you think? Uh, you know what, uh... Giants, bro. You know, 
Giants of the Giants, you know, I think uh, I think I heard that uh, Barkley's out, right? From what I believe. That yeah, Barkley suffered a high ankle sprain. He's out uh, in the range of four to eight weeks. Wow. I don't know who. Who's their backup? Is it uh, their backup is Wayne Galman and he's a he's a, he was the number one uh, wired transaction of for fantasy football. So. Oh wow! Oh wow! See, <laughs> I'm not playing fantasy football anymore. So <laughs> kind of out of there, but uh, yeah, dude, it's uh, if this one, if that's the case, if Barkley's out, especially you're starting with the uh, with the rookie QB in Jones. I say uh, the Redskins get their first victory. That's what I'm predicting in this game. I, it's going to be a low-scoring game, uh, but uh, I think the, the Redskins uh, end up winning by a field goal. Okay, you got Redskins plus three in this one. Obviously, we saw Daniel Jones step in last week, first start on the road in Tampa, and led the game-winning drive and scored the game-winning touchdown on a uh, 10-yard run, I believe, something like that, uh, on, on a fourth and goal. And, I mean, from all accounts, he looked very well in the pocket. I don't know if it's just beginner's luck or defenses don't have enough on him yet. But he looked uh, excellent. And more importantly, he gave a little bit of kind of a spark to the passing game of the Giants. I mean, with Eli there, obviously Eli's, uh, especially regular season Eli, throws lots of picks. And it was good to just have some energy kind of like rejuvenation to the Giants offense for them and that really seemed to help but obviously the downside is they lost their franchise player moving forward uh Saquon Barkley for at least uh minimum and uh people are saying four weeks so it could be longer let's see how obviously how he recovers we've never seen him go through an injury in his young career either college or NFL so we we are we uh, we aren't really so sure how he'll adapt and how he recovers from a major injury like this, but that, but going back to the matchup here, I'm gonna have to disagree with you on this one. Actually, I think the Giants uh, kind of keep it rolling here at home at MetLife Stadium. Although it is a divisional rivalry game, the Redskins will put up a much better fight than they did uh, last week at home on Monday night against the Bears. But I still think uh, the Giants win this one, and I like them. Uh, covering three so i'm gonna swallow the three points with the new york football giants i think daniel jones continues keeps it rolling in his young career and i'm gonna take them to win 23 17 in this one all right sounds good sounds good all right game number three moving to the late afternoon slate of games now we got uh nfc north divisional battle chicago at home hosting Minnesota and giving two points. What do you think? Ah, uh, this would be a tough game, bro. It's, I, I know Chicago is all about defense, 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 and they're and they've been playing really well um, on the defensive side of the ball. Um, the offense is the other part of it. You know, I mean, uh, Mitchell Trubisky. I think he's. Uh, um, I think he still has a lot to uh, pick up in the game. Um, I think what he only has like three. Keys this season. I don't yeah. know what um, they were all. They were all against the Redskins last week and on Monday. Oh, against yes, the Redskins! Wow, <laughs> there's an issue there. So I, you know, I'm going to go with the Vikings here, bro. I know Chicago uh, is minus two on this, but I went with the Vikings. I think they have a much better defense. 
I mean, not, not defense could be um, comparable, but I, but their offense is much better. I see them taking this game. Yeah, here you got uh, two teams who are very reliant on their defenses. Uh, obviously, I think my opinion is they're pretty equal defensively. Obviously, you got good safeties on the si- corners on the side of the Vikings, Xavier Rhodes, uh, Andrew Sandejo. And then for the Bears, you have uh, obviously Khalil Mack, Rokon Smith, uh, all those guys defensively. But it seems like I don't really trust either of the quarterbacks here, to be honest. I mean... For me, for me, kind of the difference in, the, in these types of games is the run game, and I like Minnesota's a lot better for sure. Going for to start off the season with Dalvin Cook, he's uh, the leading rusher so far in the NFL, and I mean, I don't, I don't know really who's betting on this game, but it was something I probably had to include here just because I, I kind of like the the number, the line, but. I'm going to have to agree with you here, actually. I like Minnesota getting two uh, on the road in uh, Chicago at Soldier Field, and I think they're going to win this one outright as well. I'm going to go, uh, I'm going to say 20 to 17 Vikings in this one. All right. All right. Sounds good. All right, then. Uh, next game we got, game number four. Two teams that are kind of strong on the defensive side as well, uh, and two teams that uh, have a sluggish start to the season. The 0-3 uh, Denver Broncos hosting Jacksonville and giving three points. What do you think, Akshay? Hmm. 0-3 uh, Jacksonville gives you three points, man. I don't know. Dude. Whatever happened to the Broncos, dude? They're 0-3 now, 0-1 at home. I don't know, dude. It's um, I think their quarterback for now, what, is it Joe Flacco? Who's yeah. uh, I think he's he's sort of outdated <laughs> in my opinion for the league. Um, I you know Jacksonville still pretty messed up themselves after using uh, Nick Foles to he's, a, he's an ending injury. But uh, you know in this one I'm gonna go with the Jaguars. I'm gonna take um, I know they're playing uh, in Mile High. You know with the, with the air can always make a difference, but. Uh, I went with the Jaguars. I think they win by at least a touchdown here. Okay. You like the Jaguars getting three in this one. Yes. So, uh, yeah, I mean, here, obviously, what you see with Denver, they're a much different team playing on the road and home. And But this is still a kind of a tough game. Even even at home, they struggle offensively to score points, and there's not really uh, kind of much there. I mean, offensively, uh, Philip Lindsay will have a good game every now and then. Uh, receivers, Emmanuel Sanders is getting a little older. Cortland Sutton looks, you kind of see some signs there, but he's not a solidified type star star level receiver yet. We'll see if he can become that type of receiver going forward in his career. And this is, like you said, I mean, it's going to be a defensive battle in my opinion. Uh, the Jaguars, you have the Jalen Ramsey issue. Obviously, he's not going to be playing this week. I, I believe he went to back home to Nashville for the birth of his second child. And he has all those uh, issues with the trade talks and the trade demands. So there's a lot of uh, locker room drama kind of going on there, I'm sure, with that with that whole dynamic. And then Obviously, Nick Foles out there for the season. That was a big loss for them. But Gardner Minshew, the rookie quarterback from Washington State, has uh, stepped in and, and done uh, played pretty respectably, in my opinion. And I, I think he's, he's going he's gonna to have another decent game 
as at least as good as Flacco, or maybe even better for sure. And the defenses in this one are pretty negligible, in my opinion. Broncos are good defense, but they're not a great defense. Same with the Jaguars. They're, even without Ramsey, they're still pretty good defensively. And they have that Saxonville-type feel again from 2017, uh, led by Calais Campbell, some of their other good uh, de- defensive ends and linebackers. So I think that's something they get uh, more of this week. A lot of pressure on Flacco, a lot of sacks, probably somewhere in the ballpark of four and five sacks, in my opinion, for Jacksonville. And I'm going to have to agree with you on this one. Actually, I like Jacksonville getting three on the road in Denver at mile high. And I probably like them to win outright as well. So I, I like Jacksonville. I'm going to go, I'm going to say 24 to 17 at Jacksonville in this one. All right. Sounds good, bro. All right, game number five and probably the game that I'm looking most forward to uh, this weekend, the Sunday night game in primetime from New Orleans. We got the Saints 2-1 hosting the 3-0 Cowboys. The Cowboys on the road in New Orleans giving 2.5. What do you think? You know, <laughs> I don't know if I should say you have to go hiding and see something. So I am in the city of Dallas. If I go with the Cowboys, uh I don't know what happened, <laughs> but no, no, no. I, uh, I think, uh, I think the, the Cowboys definitely take this game. You know, I think they're they're playing extremely well right now. You have what uh, Dak Prescott has what nine touchdowns already. I mean, uh, Ezekiel is always Ezekiel Elliott. I mean, he's a force to be reckoned with at all times. And I think the Saints. It all depends who's um, who's starting at quarterback. I don't know. If no, we have Drew Brees is still going to be out for a little while. It looks like they got Teddy Bridgewater, Bridgewater, excuse me, starting. Bridgewater quarterback. Yeah, yeah. And then I, I definitely have to go with the Cowboys, bro. I think they definitely cover the spread here. I, I see them winning by at least, uh, um, I'd say a touchdown, maybe even a touchdown and a field goal. Okay, so you like the Cowboys giving two and a half in this one. Obviously, the Saints at home, uh, this is going to be their first home game since uh, Breeze got injured on uh, the Monday night. And since the Monday night opener when they beat the uh, Houston Texans on a game-winning field goal. I mean, Saints so far have had three pretty tough games, two on the road, one at home. First one, obviously, against the Texans. They pulled that out at the end. The second one, uh, that was a kind of lopsided loss. Uh, bad call kind of went their way with the fumble recovery and then that nothing really went their way in that game with Drew Brees getting injured and they lost 27 to 9 to the Rams and then last week they seemed to kind of dominate that game physically against the Seahawks in Seattle which if you even watch games when uh Drew Brees was uh kind of really good like 5 6 se- seasons ago obviously he's still good and has the potential to be re- really good but even at his kind of his height, uh, when he was no doubt one of the top three quarterbacks in the league, that they would go into Seattle, and that was really a tough place. They really struggled there to move the ball offensively and kind of uh, show some physicality defensively. They were able to do that against Seattle last weekend. And then on the other hand, you have the Cowboys coming in 3-0. and Obviously, Dak looks great. Uh, nine touchdowns. Uh, Ezekiel Elliott, uh, obviously, is Zeke, like you said. Their offense is humming on every cylinder, it looks like. Their offensive line looks good. But uh, the only concern is, uh, have we seen them 
in a pressure sort of game so far where they fall behind early and Dak has to kind of bring them back. We haven't seen that yet because they've played the Giants in their opener, then I believe the, the Dolphins and then the the Redskins or I I think they played the Dolphins last week, excuse me, and they and they actually covered the 23 point spread in that one. So I mean, I don't I don't know here. This is really tough, but uh I'm just going to have to go with the the home team, the home dog here getting two and a half. So I'm going to disagree with you on this one, Akshay. I like, I'm going to take the Saints getting two and a half at home. And I'm going to take them to win outright as well. I'm going to go 31-28 Saints in this one. All right. All right. And last game on f- the week four slate, the Scorching Six, the Monday night game in prime time from Heinz Field. Got Pittsburgh hosting Cincinnati and giving three and a half. What do you think? <laughs> you know this. There was like probably about a good four, three, four years with this. This game actually meant something. Now today, these teams are uh, utterly both winless at zero and three. Both have uh, quarterback issues. Uh, Andy Dalton's always been the redhead guy. He's always either he's there or either he's not there. And now you have um, Ben Roethlisberger's out. Um, I mean, look at Pittsburgh now. They don't have, uh, and Bell is gone. They don't have uh, um, the wide receiver. I forget the other guy's name. We just got cut by the Patriots. Antonio Brown? Yeah, yeah. They don't have Antonio Brown. They have uh, James Conner, who's a capable backup. Um, Cincinnati has, um, I mean, they have good receivers. They still have John Roche, who I believe has uh, almost 300 yards this season three TDs I think but you still do it I just think these two teams are not really going anywhere anytime soon but uh, hey, if I had to choose this would be, you're playing this at Heinz Field uh, I'm going with the with the Steelers here I think they, uh, they definitely will win this game I can definitely see them winning by a touchdown Okay, yeah, here, like you mentioned, this was uh, definitely in its heyday a great NFC North rivalry to watch. I mean, it was with the physicality involved on both sides when you had James Harrison, uh, Vontez Perfect, I mean, Antonio Brown, Ben Roethlisberger, all those guys in the mix. And when both of those teams were consistently getting to the playoffs in the NFC, AFC North, excuse me, I mean, you had the Bengals there, they had their five season stretch where they would get to the playoffs. They wouldn't really win. They didn't really win any playoff games, but they would get there. And then you had Pittsburgh, obviously, winning the division. Okay, okay, here and there, and then also getting the playoffs, making their kind of deep playoff runs. But now there's a much different team for Pittsburgh. Obviously, Ben Roethlisberger out for the season, and no more Antonio Brown, no more Le'Veon Bell, AJ Green on the other side for the Bengals is, is injured. Uh, Andy Dalton has actually looked pretty good so far this season. Uh, other than probably week two against San Francisco, he's looked, uh, outside of that that game, he's looked pretty good. Uh, and then for Pittsburgh, they haven't been able to get much going on for their running game. And I mean, I, James Conner, 97 yards uh, for the season on three games. And then last week, uh, they had a close game against San Francisco, even uh, given that... They had five turnovers from San Francisco. 
even given that they weren't able to pull that one out on the road in uh, Santa Clara at Levi Stadium. So uh, it's kind of like some cause for concern with Pittsburgh for sure. But going up against the Bengals, who are who are awful outside of uh, outside of their first game against San Francisco or Seattle, excuse me, when they they had a chance to win. So I mean, you you gotta like Steelers at home against uh, the the awful Bengals, in my opinion. So I think I will swallow three and a half. That's not that much, uh, and I'll agree with you here. Actually, I think uh, they they finally get the run game going in this one with James Conner and uh, Mason Rudolph uh, does just enough uh, to kind of cover the three and a half point spread. So I'll take them in this one. I'm gonna go twenty seven twenty Pittsburgh in this one, and I think they get their first win of the season. All right, all right, sounds good. All right, yeah, so. Dude, I, mean, uh, I mean, Cincinnati has been going nowhere, and he's also, yeah, he's been looking good so far, but Jay, hey, just give it some time, dude. Give it some time, and the real, <laughs> real Andy Dalton will come out. <laughs> but Pittsburgh, yeah, I mean, they're, who knows what's going to happen with them as a team, yeah, I mean, well, it is, time will tell, but, uh, yeah, man, it's just like one of the, uh, both cellar dwellers uh, uh, of the AFC North uh, are playing tonight, uh, who are going to play uh, this weekend. So let's see what happens and let's see which one will struggle to get the win. Okay. Yeah, we'll, we'll find out on Sunday. And with that, that'll wrap it up for week four of the Scorching Six Picks. Akshay, thank you so much for coming on. Pleasure as always. Thank you for having me, dude. Thank you for having me. Everybody, thank you so much for listening. Enjoy all of the Week 4 matchups on Sunday and Monday, and I'll be back next week for Week 5 Scorching 6.